and of the world. The ship is sinking and many are in the boat. I ask you, Father, that every human being under heaven that hear my voice this month shall encounter transformation within. While they were leading the prayer, your son led a prayer from the book of Acts and said, Paul said, I wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered me. Lord, I pray that the devil will not be able to hinder any one of us. Help also God. Give us wholesome reasoning. In the name of Jesus Christ, your son. Somebody say amen. I want to say something to you. The clock of this world is coming to an end. Do you know this song? Bless the Lord, O my soul. O my soul. By men. I'm going to move the choir from New Cross. Everybody will come back here from next Saturday. 
This is where we'll be having our meetings. This month I have an obligation by God to pass through every individual soul in this church to be sure you are going to heaven. Are you with me now? Every individual soul. I begin from the choir next Saturday. I'll go to the ushers. I'll see you as a church together from tonight. I started a lecture in New Cross in Cathedral last Sunday. You know, when you come before God, you must be holy. Holiness is to fear God. Holiness is no regulation. You cannot continue to live in sin and worship God. You have allowed Satan to deceive you. And the worship of God brings contact of soul to soul. When the soul of man connects with the soul of the invisible one, it changes the environment and the physical. So that when we worship, we worship in holiness. Holy stones gathering together, combusting fire as the worship. Then you can see the glory come down. Anytime God's people worship, the glory and God's power must come down. The Lord is not saying to me that that is what you are. But he said to me that you must check yourself. So that what you ought to be is what is revealing. Take your seats in a few minutes. Let me have a little chat with you this morning. Those of you playing swimming, I don't want you to use your worship to practice skill. If you learn anything, don't come and play it when you are worshiping with me. Especially the bass guitarist. Make sure that you play symphony and harmony to my music. You know, I'm always around you. And I'm music from my ear to my nail. Okay, when you are in practice, you look for putting some accidentals. But when you are playing for me, I want harmony. Complete harmony that comes from the heart, not from fingers. Now, what I've been teaching from last Sunday is the coming of the Lord. The coming of the Lord. Now, I want to show you some few things. Because I was not with you last Sunday, I was not able to talk to you in New Cross. Last Sunday was a marathon, they call it. Can I have my small uh, um, pulpit here? I want to say to us that this month is called the month of transformation. This is the real month I want to start teaching about the coming of the Lord. Are we together? But something happened last Sunday, the, the, the Sunday before, the week before last Sunday. One of my friends, Apostle Toff, called me from America. Antutian, Muslim, Islam, Israel is the same. Now, when I probed into that one, looking for evidence, you know, um, social media now is, a, is the parrot. You can't hide from him. And when I was looking, the only evidence I found in him was that he was invited to the White House to pray. And that prayer was captured. And when he was praying, he said, in the name of Jesus, Amaziah, Yeshua, Amaziah, Isa. So for a Christian to pray in the name of Jesus Christ and call that name, Isa, that 
Christian has affiliation with Islam. Because it is Islam that presented Jesus Christ as Isa. It is like in my own dialect and in my ancestral religion, they call him Afuakpeloria Detu. Some other people call him Elah. Now, when you hear somebody say Afuakpeloria Detu and it's referring to Jesus, that person is a worshiper of Onrumila. When you hear someone who calls him Elah, it is an Ifa priest. And so, for a minister of God to call Jesus Christ, any other name revealed as uh, contrary to the Bible, then the claim about him, what they say that he has become a Muslim, it, it may not be too, too, it's not too, it's not too far out from being right. Because in matters like this, um, I'm a more reasonable person now in the area of learnedness. And when I, when I you know, speak regards things like this i'm very much law, law conscious and i would like to present my plea within the periphery of law just for um because of those who are rational in their mind and may want to reason intellectually i would say that that is a deviation from the truth to for a holy man in court and a minister of god who has pastored a large number of people who have influence over millions of Christians across the globe to acknowledge the name Isa while praying in the name of Jesus under the unction of the Holy Spirit as in quotes. That to me is blasphemy. Now, this meeting is not to prove or establish the, the charge of blasphemy, but to help you understand the season that you are. Satan had proliferated the church with deception. Look at the book of Matthew, therefore, chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 4 to 5. It says, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Alright, this time is when they ask Jesus Christ, what will be the sign of your coming? Let's look at verse 3. Maybe that will help you understand better. When I teach you, I want you to write down. Are you with me now? In a short time, you may have to face people questioning you as a Christian. If you do not write down what I teach you, you will have nothing to defend your belief. And you may, you may easily be deceived and eventually end up in hell. And I want everyone to look to my face. When you come to church, you don't look down when the minister is speaking. I'm looking at your eyes, you must look at my eyes. When you look at the Bible, yes, but when I'm talking, we look talk to talk face to face. Tell that sister to be looking at me. Tapa, look at my eyes. Sister, yes. Everybody should be looking at my eyes. Do you know something I told you some time ago? You can go to many churches, they don't care about you. Are you with me now? Whether you go to hell or you don't go to heaven, it's not your business. They only care about your pockets. Are you with me now? And the minister will give you many tax that you will give to him regularly. In the name of God and power. But you get nothing. Are we together? So when you have somebody who has your interest in, your, in his heart, make sure you maximize it. I was so glad of the wedding of yesterday. 
not about the malicious acts of those people who are spraying money among themselves. I will still talk about that when I talk about those who go to hell. Who choose to go to hell. But in the context of the testimony of that brother, the brother said, I left Christ with Tabernacle. Alright? Really, he was a young man. He grew up here. I knew him when he was pushed about in pram. I raised him up. And the parents was, were, they moved house. And when they moved house, they stopped coming to CFT. The boy said that he went all around. He was frustrated. Because I have planted hunger for truth inside everyone. That God's raised. And that boy grew now. And he said, no, I have to go back home. He came back to CFT. He was shocked that he was received. Nobody will ask you, where have you been to? God, I've told you when you see people who have not been, you haven't seen for a long time, they come. I don't ask them where they come from. Just continue. It's like somebody went to school and he came back and you're asking him, we haven't seen you for a long time. No. Now you see him, you carry on. And you know what the young man said to me? Said He said that I discovered myself through the preaching of the word in CFT. And he said, my relationship with my wife, I never touched her. I don't know whether you were listening attentively. He said, since the time we decided to court, I will pray every day. We decided that we will pray together every day. He said, I did not touch your sister until now I'm marrying her. He said, our, our courtship, we prayed every day. And he said, and God answered our prayers. I would mean, now I now said to my wife that if there's any youth in this church sleeping around, or if there is anybody in this church having sex with somebody you haven't been married to, when God will judge you, he will call someone like that. Say, oh, I didn't know you call him. I said, tell him again what you said on your wedding day. And he will call others to tell this person, if all of you listen to the same voice, then what did you do with your own hearing? That person will not be free. Before God. So listen to me attentively. Jesus said, in verse 3, they said, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of age? Two questions was asked there. Jesus said, look at this temple, it will be pulled down. Physically. That is the glorious temple of Solomon. And then they ask him, when will this temple be pulled down? And what will be the sign of the coming of the end of age? When you will come back? If you look at what Jesus answered, he answered the last question first. It says, verse 4, shall we read it together? They did it again. Now, if you look at this scripture, it tells you and I that somebody will try to deceive you. And also, this scripture implies that the person who will try to deceive you fall into a plural band. Let no one. The word no one means not more than one person. I will talking together. The Bible says no one should. It means that it's applicable not to one person. It's not going to many people within the band. 
Now I will show you the people who fall within the band of no one. Jesus was saying. It says, be careful that no one deceives you. Now you will see three beings in that no one. I haven't taught them this in cathedral, but I will. The first being in the no one is Lucifer. And I'll show you in the Bible. The second being in the no one is you yourself, deceiving yourself. <laughs> uh, and the third being are other people. Other people. Lucifer, you, and other people. Let me say this to you. Those who fall into the second category of deception and the third category are principally deceived by Lucifer. I would together now, if you deceive yourself, it's because there is a demon that is just messing you up. I was saying this, that I'm raising youth in this church and I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that my youth don't miss anything. To the extent of inconveniencing myself by going back to school. Okay? So that my youths will not have any excuse not to go to school. Not only that, I have now decided to even inconvenience myself better, more, so that I can come up with distinctions in my postgraduates. Not only that, I have filed in to do my PhD. If I finish it, I will need another career. Will I have to retire sometime not to study? I will not until death or rapture. I'm doing that for several reasons. The Bible says knowledge is good, get with all what you have. Second reason, I wanted, I wanted it that no Christian under heaven who hears me can give God a reason why they failed. A reason why they cannot add values to their life. A reason why they cannot add education to what they have before. That's stagnant in what you have and say you have arrived. You will have no excuse under heaven. If you can't read, learn something. Learn something. Don't allow the devil to put you in a position whereby tomorrow comes and you are begging for money or begging for food. That is not a sign of a righteous. Okay? You have to do everything in your power to better your tomorrow. Or spending your time in lavishness, all this useless. Yesterday I was in the wedding. You saw my iPad. I was on the high table reading. And I can tell you what I read. I read about shareholding. Stocks and shares. And I can tell you the section in the book, in the, in the in company acts of what I read. I can even tell you the case laws about it. And I can tell you that I'm a better investor now. Just within the marriage of yesterday, I read for 30 minutes in the marriage. If you put it together. I was reading throughout, but you know when you are reading and they are making noise, you read and you reread it again. And you reread it again. And I don't need to read so many things. I have to just know what I'm reading. Listen to me. If the devil cannot make you deceive yourself, at least you have overcome, maybe I will say, 85%. If the devil can make you deceive yourself, no one under heaven can help you. No fasting or prayer can redeem your life. It is from one sorrow Someone says that I'm, I'm old, I can't read. Go and learn something, my friend. Somebody learned plumbing and set up a plumbing company. And that company employed others. Okay? I don't want anyone in this church to be robbed by the devil. Do you get what I'm saying now? If Apostle Williams can read, you can read 
I stuck my head into it, struggles, until my head climatized to the new terrain of book reading. Now my head is just open to read anything, not nonsense, but any sensible thing. So when I read the Bible now, by expanding my knowledge, I understand it deeper. I can argue intellectually. These are the people I'm looking for, United Nations. I sit with them, and then we argue. All those who believe all the nonsense, who believe that uh, you know, homosexuals are born like that, we will talk about it from every realm of, 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 of academics. Someone will say that failures are the one who pray the gospel. Listen to me. Self-deception. Don't let the devil deceive you. Don't let the devil deceive you. I am telling you. Make the most of your time when you are living. You young ones, read when others are reading. Don't follow fashion. You don't need it. Some of you are now becoming close to directors of big organizations. And they make me happy. And I raise all of you together. Why should some of you excel and the rest of you are just trying to make things meet? It shouldn't happen to you. It shouldn't happen to you. I teach you and I lead you. I will together. Self-deception. The same thing with having a form of doing something for God when you are doing nothing. It is a deception of Satan that man should deceive himself until he grows gray hair and then decide to be hopeless. Make up his mind that he's hopeless. He can't amount to anything anymore. Why some of you are seeking God? Then what is all that's doing? Seeking lust, seeking flesh, seeking partners that will waste the rest of your life. Haven't you built your life to a standard? And Satan will set you up with a straight person, male or female, that will just frustrate all what you built. Let me say something to you. One sexual contact can destroy the whole of your life. People don't wear AIDS in their faces. And they still look beautiful. People don't wear syphilis in their faces. And they still look very handsome. People don't wear hepatitis B in their faces. And they still look very good. Go to bed with them one night. And never meet them anymore. It's a matter of time. What they deposited in you will manifest. There are some of those diseases that have no cure. God deliberately didn't let them have the cure. To discipline those who are disobedience. Disobedience. Let me say something to you. Anybody who will sleep with you, if he's a member of this church, the first thing that should come to your mind is that he might have slept with other people you don't know about. He only followed them here. He's not my member. A young man who demands sex or a man, a, a young girl who corner people to have sex with them. You only need to recognize some of them when they get themselves into this issue, they just want to destroy as many people as possible. And where is, the, where is the easiest way to come, church? Yes? Where they can feel loved. And under love, you go into them, that's the end of your life. You say, ah, it was, just, it was just one time. And that one time, the devil set you up. Let me say something to you. Self-deception. Self-deception. I've spoken to you about these, the three pillars of life. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive God. And don't deceive others. Let me move away from there. I want to talk about the, the end time. 
You know, self-deception is to present yourself what you really are not. In any sphere. Either spiritually, materially, you know, financially, educational, stuff like that. If you fail, I've told you there's nothing wrong in failing. I failed good several times, but I now pass too, several times. I learned to pass by failing. Are you with me now? And if there's somebody here who never failed, the day you discover you never failed, that's the day you failed. So don't be, don't be fed up of trying. Don't, don't worry about people knowing who, what you are, your, your position, your state of things, if they could help. I would gather somebody wants to laugh at you. That's his business. In a short time, you have a better laugh. Because you will glean everything that he has. And you add more to yourself. A boy got the best student in his career in the in first degree in Nigerian University. And that young boy was born, it was, it was raised by one single parent. Okay? And you know, single parent raised in Nigeria is terrible. It's different from England that government give you money, give you support. The mother did not have money to send him to university. And some members of family say, oh, if this boy is so intelligent, let's put one together. And they push him first year, second year. And that boy got first class with medal in the whole country he was led in economics. And they were interviewing him that, what is the secret to your success? Oh, he said, number one, he said, I glean from what my, my mates have. And when I go to them to discuss with them, please teach me this. They say, but, but you are very intelligent, why are you asking us to teach you? And he says, he always tells them that nobody knows it all. While they are foolish, instead of bleeding from one another, they just stay in their narrow way. And have a pretense that, you know, I'm okay, I'm okay. Okay, what? <laughs> the boy said that. So he gleaned from everybody and added to what he had. That's why he was the best student. And the second thing, he said that, you know, when my mother sent me to school, she didn't have money in the university for me to buy a shoe. And people put the money together. Gave me a shoe. I used that shoe throughout university. Gave me, paid my school fees. I eat when I have money. If I don't have money, I don't eat. And the boy said, because I knew how my mother suffered and that these people put all this money together, I made up my mind I would not disappoint them. In Nigeria, the last, the most problematic season for him was his final year. His school fees was paid, like out of squeezing the blood out of the nose. Not enough money for maintenance. But because he made up his mind, one, not to disappoint his parents, his mother. He doesn't know who his father is because that man is not some even resident. I don't want to disappoint those who sponsored him. He said, I do not. They said, do you get involved with uh, social life? He said, well, I don't have social life. He said, all my social life is to gain knowledge. He said, I, I use the media, uh, the internet very well, but looking for knowledge, not for play. He said, I know some, some artists because everybody look for artists and stuff like that. And he mentioned some few artists that, you know, I was just looking at the boy. Now the boy was celebrated, but nationally he was celebrated. He broke the record in first class degree in economics. Don't deceive yourself. Don't let the devil deceive you. You know, when we talk about serving in God's house, some of you don't understand. If you die right now, you will not add one thing more. What are you doing in church? I come every day, I come every day. Others come too. <laughs> oh, that's come to. Huh? 
If you have belonged to a department, if you leave that department, you have left God. I repeat myself. If you are serving in God's house in the department, and you leave that service, you left God. Let me repeat myself. Nobody who leaves a company, all right, and reports at the gates of the company, claims that he can receive salary from there. For salary, you need service. If you come to church of God and you don't think of what to do in the church of God that God can, can, can put into your own account, then you are wasting your life. You can't say you are busy because others are busy too. You have people who do the same career you do. They come to prayer, they never miss it. Prayer every Monday to Friday. What's my with you? What are you doing at home? You should run from office to this prayer here every day in this church. Because in a short time, God will switch off the light. He will switch off the light. When he does that, it's the end of all activities. I made up my mind not to be deceived. The same self-deception that people don't enjoy family, marriage. Yeah? You put up a self-pretense. It force you performing your marriage. No, no, no. If you don't deceive yourself, your partner must know who you truly are. And that's what you show to your partner. And your partner can tell you that I don't like this part of you. And then you have to face it and change. Huh? I think here today God wants to talk more about deception. If you have success physically and you don't succeed spiritually, alright? Because you don't serve the devil. Alright, devil can make you miserable. He will strike you under the belt at the time you need God most. He knows God will not answer. You read the book of Amos? Throughout the book of Amos, God said, I will destroy the sinners in the house of Israel. Yes? And at the end of it, he said, after I destroyed them, he will heal them. Why should you be destroyed before you are healed? Remember this care you bear for life. Sit down and deceive me, Joe. I have just eight minutes to finish with you. Let me give you scriptures. Jesus says, Watch out that you are not what? Deceived. Uh, you know, this deception is all over the whole place. There are people, somebody, one of the American presidents, uh, aspirant, was interviewed in, on CNN this week, and uh, one of these big mounted. Uh, yeah, um, what do you call them? them These um, television people, journalists, big mounted journalists, ask the man that, what is your view? What is your opinion about homosexuals? And the man said, I've made my opinion. He said, do you believe that? Do you agree that homosexuals are born like that? And the man was saying, MMM. I felt like tearing the television and entering it. That's why I say you should be highly educated. One of the things that we learn in law is this. If you ask me a foolish question, I'm not permitted to say that you are foolish. But I'm permitted to rephrase my question to you that will make you to yourself stupid. 
Someone says that you believe that homosexual people are born homosexual. What you're asking is that, do you believe that people are born heterosexual? That's the first question. Now, if you said that, do I believe that people are born homosexual? I don't need to answer you. I need to ask you. Do you believe that people are born? Why homosexual all the time? What's the matter about homosexual that you can't talk about heterosexual? Because some people believe they're homosexual. They're heterosexual to be marginalized. And if he says to me that he believes that people are born heterosexual, I will tell him to establish it to me by philosophy or by biology or by science. Go any area I would meet with you. Establish it to me by biology. Or tell me the philosophical composition that determines inborn of mental reasoning. Stupid man, you make him stupid. Then I'll help him understand further. Can you tell me what heterosexualism and homosexuality is? What is it? What do we call it? It's a conduct, isn't it? Conduct comes from what? Reasoning, isn't it? That is not cognitive. It's not cognitive. It's an incognitive reasoning, which means that it is a decision of the man. It's like somebody going to prostitutes. You are telling me that are they born to love prostitutes? Some people love to go and sleep with animals. Are they born to, 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 to be sleeping with animals? Some people love to sleep with their daughters. Are they born to sleep with their daughters? Some people love to sleep with children. Are they born with, with, with sleep with children? Now, this, this is where that uh, aspirant was supposed to just make a fool of all this media stuff. You know, when somebody tries to respect man and disrespect his God, he becomes a foolish man. That's what happened to that aspirant there. You who can answer him a question like that, I want to rule America. I just said they should just remove him from the race. Straight away. My mother, who was illiterate, would have done better. Oh yes, I tell you. Deception of Satan. Deception of Satan. I've met, uh, I've been called on live television before. You know, and somebody was saying that the, the, telev- the, the, the radio, rather. Yeah, I have here in the studio the king of gays. I said, yeah, you are very welcome, my brother. I have a minister like yourself who is also a gay. I said, oh, beloved, you are very welcome. I love you. I don't hate you. But I hate what you do. It's a sin. Full stop. You know, someone says that, but you know, that is, that is, uh, that is, it is not right for you. You don't, you didn't read law. I did. What gives a gay right to say I'm a gay? It gives me a right to say that it's a sin. The same article. Okay? Useless. Times useless. Over useless to power useless. It is infinitesimal useless. My Lord, let me show you some scripture. <laughs> Paul said, let me be mad for a little while. Let me be stupid like them. Now, take this scripture down, boo. Tonight is... Tonight is victory. Come on, tonight is what? I can't hear you. Say it again, victory night. Say it again, victory night. You know, I'm thinking whether I should separate victory night of New Cross from Cathedral. But what that would mean is that sometime I'll be here, sometime I'll be there. 
Or we should shift it. If we do this month here, we'll do next month in Kazi. All right, we agree with that. The general headquarters. You are the one. <laughs> it is the general headquarters who take decisions all the time. After all, you bought house and you refused to live therein. You gave it to some tenants <laughs> who have become your landlord now. Well, let's carry on here. <laughs> I will tell them that tonight. But tonight we all meet in, in cathedral. I want you to come to the Victory Night Trial. Don't miss it. Something is about to erupt in the heavens. I have seen it. I will shock mortal men. People will run to where churches because of the anger of fury. But those who are faithful shall be covered. Maybe even it will happen this day. Now listen to me. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 2. Jesus says, sorry, um, Matthew 24 verse 4 to 5. Jesus says, don't be deceived. And you recognize deception can come in three dimensions through spirits of hell, a man to himself, or through other people. Now if you look at First Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 2. It says, the spirit clearly says that in the latter times, there will, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. And these two cover the two categories. Some really cover the, four, the three categories. Now, some will follow. That is man deceiving himself. Anybody who follows a wrong doctrine, he deceives himself. But they will follow who? They will follow deceiving spirits and that is lucifer okay those who follow deceiving spirit become deceivers themselves all this lecture all this stuff you hear on television somebody came to me and said i have now come i'll be holding meeting here i will prophesy to you and god they are liars (laughs) bunch of miserable fellows who want accomplice to make people who have struggled a little bit in life a wreck just to deceive you. Somebody who did not read, how can he deceive a man who read? But it's unfortunate professors have been deceived because they made up their mind to be deceived. Some will follow deceiving spirits and then they will follow things taught by demons. So the things taught by demons are others who deceive others. Ministers who deceive. You know, the Bible says that they will follow things taught by demons. He's talking to the church, not the world now. It means that there will be ministers of God who will decide to follow deception. There will be Christians in church who will decide to follow deception. And they are the ones who begin to perpetrate teachings of demons. Now very quickly. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14. How will this happen? It says that no wonder for even Satan disguises himself... As an angel of light, so it is no strange, it is not strange if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. Are we getting this now? We are talking about these spirits that deceive, these three categories of deception. And now we have understood that there will be deceiving spirits 
and there be things taught by demons, isn't it? Now here we are, no, we are now establishing that those things taught by demons are going to be taught by ministers who are set, Satan's servants, but the masquerade. In other words, they come into church, they become reverend pastor. You know that the Pentecostal church is the greatest enemy of Jesus Christ. Not Roman Catholic, not uh, Evangelical. All lies about Jesus of these days are from Pentecostal people. Now let me give you more about those things, those evidence. Look at Second John chapter 9 verse 11. Is this anyone who goes ahead and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ? Does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine had, had both the Father and the Son. If, if anyone continues, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house. Now this is God, God speaking that anybody you know that is, a, is, a, is an erroneous doctrinal person, he said don't let him come to your house. Don't let him come to your house. John. Second John 9. Second John, sorry. Second John verse 9. Um, chapter 9 verse 11. No, 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 no. 1 verse 9 and 11. Second John 1 and 9-11. Now, I want to read to you more of um, false teachers. Look at... Look at Peter. False teachers. I've given you First Timothy, isn't it? Chapter 4, verse 1. Alright. Let's look at... Second Peter, chapter 3. Sometimes this... Um, your computer is another thing. I think that's the computer first. Let's let's read chapter two, verse one, and then chapter three tells you about godlessness in the last days. Chapter two, verse one says, But there were false prophets among the people, just as there were false teachers among you. We're establishing that there will be false teachers in these days. They will secretly introduce disruptive heresies. That is what they will do. Even deny the sovereign Lord. Now, verse 2 says, Many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. That is, they will mess up. Like the minister now, who they are talking about, 
they, uh, you know, a news came and said that he slept with 20 women in his church. Married women. Okay? If you go to the internet now, there's a publication that 100 women have come out to testify that he slept with them in one church. Now, let me say this to you. That's the reason why he said, if somebody, when they asked him, if somebody was caught in adultery and they shot him dead in adultery, will he go to heaven? He said, yes, if he was born again. Because at that time he was saying that people didn't understand that he was already sleeping with women, married women in his church. Let me say something to you. In cults, that is not possible. In occult. Okay? In occult, people leave their wives to another person because they know if you touch her, it's death. Their demon won't swear you. It will kill you right on the spot. There is something they call magu in my language. You climb on her. The moment you come out of that place, if you can cross a drain, you, you're dead. No righteous man can save you. And God will not. There are people in the world who, who are so bonded in covenant that they can leave their wives with another. Nobody will touch it. But when a minister of God is having sexual abuse, Sex with his own members, married. Now, that pastor will be standing. The husband of those people are standing. And he is preaching. Consider it. If you were go, what will you do? You take a hammer and just crush him on the spot to pieces. Herod did not do up to that. He became maggot. All right? And the evidence that came to us was that some of those women are now mad. They are, they are going to a psychiatric problem. One of them went to a psychiatric, the leading psychiatric in the city, and he was telling her that, you know, this is the situation. She was reluctant to come up. He said, what are you talking about? This is what happened to you by your own pastor, isn't it? This is the name of the church. And a person is not a Christian, but a psychiatric. He said, I'm treating many of them. Look at them. Twenty of them I'm treating. From that church, the same thing happened to them through this man. Just to tell me everything. When the church of God has become that, some of you may begin to think that, oh, but hey, you know, church, why should I go to church? Church, you will go to hell if you don't go to church. It's because you didn't read the Bible. The Bible says to us that there will be false teachers. People who will tell you that God is telling me that somebody should give 121 pounds here because it's uh, Psalm 2, 12, verse 1, or some this that. 121, 121, 121. I'm hearing God, 121. If you didn't hear God, if He's the one hearing God, why is it that you are the one who will obey? Can you can't ask yourself some common sense you know, question that He is the one on television hearing God for 121. You didn't hear. Why should it be that you are the one who is obeying? I mean, God says that you have 35 hours miracle. This offering you are given, that's the one that will give you the miracle. What about the ones you have been given? So, if that philosophy is correct, it means that once I give this, I'm not supposed to give offering at all forever because this one is what is giving the miracle. The Bible says so in the morning. It says so in the morning, the evening, don't hold on your hand. It says you do not know whether this or that. How can God now contradict himself? You know what? Many people are gullible because they don't read the Bible. They just follow them to church. Their Bible is a decoration. False teachers among you. 
have to stop, Joe. <laughs> because I'm going to the cathedral. Tonight, meet me in cathedral. Let me tell you things that concerns you and I. I want to show you when will Jesus come? Jesus said it. How do you, do we know when or not? I will show you in the Bible. I will get it now. So that none of us will miss rapture. Let me say this to you. This is very simple. Why does the Bible emphasize so much on sexual sin? Because it's the only sin that is against, is into the body. Okay? And the body is the temple of God. Okay? But the Bible gives you remedy. Instead of committing sexual sin, get married. Get married. To marry in England will cost you less than 200 pounds. Come to me. Right here, it won't even cost you money. You go to the registry, register, and pay for the green form. Bring it to me. I sign it. I call some of my pastors right on the spot. We wed you and you are wedded. I will give you the government certificate. You don't need to kill cow. Because you want to wed. <laughs> and then cows are mourning. Chickens are running away from you. That shouldn't be you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can wed now when you don't have money. As long as you can maintain yourself, both of you who are wedding, you must think well. You can't wed into anybody's roof. When you wed, you must go and rent a house. No child can wed into my house. I will send both the wedding out of my house. The welder and the welded. <laughs> I will send them out of my house. Because the moment you decide that you want to wed, you are saying you are a responsible woman. You have found a responsible man. Not a loafer. A walkabout. Now, and you too, who is a man, you are saying that I am now responsible. So if you say you are responsible and you go to a woman, then you go to the house to prove your responsibility. You don't have money, you don't have to have money. I wear this right away and uh, I bless you. I, Godfather and Son Holy Ghost, they were there. I bless you. My pastors, I bring them there. You don't need this crowd. You don't need to be walking through the eye. That's your choice. It is a matter of choice. You know, mommy said it's good to do that. You know, mommy and I wedded 33 years ago yesterday. You know, today is my wedding anniversary today. It's my wedding anniversary. It is a honorable thing. It is a honorable thing to be honored. Because, you see, once you wed, you can't wear that white again. You can't only wed. Once you wed the way you want to wed, if you're... you're that's what Paul said in uh, 1 Corinthians 11. If your heart burns beyond your reasoning and you quickly rush into wedding, the only thing is that you will be telling the stories to your children that you know, I couldn't wait for wedding again because of all of you. Now I brought you. <laughs> Finish. But if you want honor and they will, they will clear the road for you, they will announce you, you will come out, they will put on wedding gown, all the washers, the choir, the protocol... Everybody, apostle is wearing a different gown, and everybody is, you know, doing ceremony. And they, your father, as a woman, walk you through the aisle. You know, these days, these people have changed the way uh, procession is. They sing all manners of things to bring themselves in, and you choose what they want to do to bring you in. And when they, all those things are honorable and good to show your children, but not when you have defiled yourself. Do you get what I'm saying now? Eh? 
So if you don't have money for <coughs> for party, you can do a, a local wedding. When you now are rich, you can do anniversary. And then go and rent Buckingham Palace to feed people. But remember, you can't wear white again. You can wear by culture, by church, by court. They are both legitimate. All of them are agreed by God. Do you understand me? Because some of you need to know that, as some of you say that, if I want to wear in CFT, do I have to invite all these people? You don't have to invite all of them. If you don't have the money. And you are ready, you have made the person you want to marry, and you are ready as long as you can afford the rent and you can feed yourself. But I will tell my men, my young men, make sure you are successful first. And I will tell my young girls, forget about man. Get qualified to the highest. All your, your older women will tell you. A young woman... Alright, her brain is agile to acquire every education. When you pass 25 and you are going to 30 something, your brain begins to run down. Okay? So before that age, you must acquire as much as you can. Do MBA too, if you can. Just keep reading. If you don't have a person approaching you, approach your book. Forget about man. When you are well read, better, sensible, reasonable, cognitive man will look for you. Not an amwebic. <laughs> amwebic, jamblastic, holy bully. Look, let me say something to you. A man who wears black shoe with brown shoe today and tomorrow is wearing a feather jeans in one side and then, you know, a torn trouser on the other side. You won't, people like that will look at you, size you up, they will be afraid to even open their mouth. A woman's pride is that you love God so much and you are well educated. That is your pride. And that is your strength. For you, if you serve God well and you keep on acquiring more knowledge, God will use you. Society will celebrate you. Men will beg to marry you responsibly. You don't have to rush into any man kissing people at the corner. The Bible says here says that they kiss you under the flower. They kiss you. You have become useless. They call them two for one. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> Hallelujah. None of you girls you allow a man to mess your life up. Especially if you are you see young, you went to a useless man. When you grow older, you discover that this is a naughty man. I can't stand with this kind of man. It's not my class. It has you have classified yourself already before class classified you. You know, so young ladies, commit yourself to studies and to serving God. Let me say this to you. Maybe I will not be able to mention it in my marriage seminar. If a man comes to a woman for marriage, the man should, the woman should ask the man. What qualification do you have? Okay? And you man, if you look at a woman as very well qualified with you academically, and you are, you are very, very low achiever, what are you going to do with a woman like that? You'll be frustrated. Because when she goes to a board meeting and conferences, you are out of date. If you are a man and you want to marry a society classified, qualified woman, first show yourself approved workman. 
that you can take care of this woman, you are better qualified or equally qualified. Are you with me now? Uh, no, no. In this church, it can never happen. It happens in some churches. Nobody will see vision to you that is the person you marry. Not in this. Uh, you have the vision. You have eyes. See the vision. Oh, yeah. How do you see vision? Physical eyes. Not by the Lord. By you. By you first. Don't come and say that. The Lord told me to marry. The Lord didn't tell you to marry a wrong man. He created the man first. And he created a suitable helper. So a woman who is qualified, marrying a useless man, what's, so what help are you going to give? Any, any move you make will intimidate him. He can say to you, I love you, I love you now. It's a matter of short time. When you begin to earn 80-something thousand and he cannot go beyond 25,000, there will be chaos in the family. Don't die it, my girls. Really, if anybody comes to me want to marry, I will ask you, what do you earn? Both of you. What do you have? Both of you. Apart from doing blood tests to make sure that by blood, you are secured. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I'll see you all tonight. Service starts at 8. And it finishes 9.30 maximum. Don't miss it. Tomorrow is a... What do you call it again? So if bank will not answer you tomorrow, God will answer you. Shall we stand up together? Bank can go on holiday. God does not go on holiday. He that keepeth Israel does not sleep nor slumber. We are going to pray that God should deliver us from deception of hell. Anyone among us that Satan has set a deceiver before, that the Lord will destroy that deceiver. Remove that deceiver from our reach. I will lift up our voice and pray. In the name of Jesus, pray for your children, pray for the young ones and the old ones. We recognize the fact that man can deceive himself. Satan has messengers of deception. Who he will send to deceive people. And we also know that demons deceive. Father, deliver us from every form of deception. Help me not to be deceived by the devil. In this time and season, help me, O oh God, not to be deceived by the wicked one. Pray. Let my eye be open. Every move of Satan, help me to understand it. Tell the Lord, help me not to be deceived. Let us pray for anyone that has been deceived in our church. That God will deliver them by His mercy. God will bring them to wholesome reasoning. Every relationship that can shipwreck our children, that God will destroy it. God will make it like day and night. Those of them who have been deceived away, that God will destroy the deceiver in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus as of now. Father, we pray, let the veil be removed. Let sight and insight be given. Thank you, King of Heaven. Thank you, King of Heaven. Elder, carry that stuff off. Elder, go and carry that thing off. I want to place your hand where it hurts you if you are sick in your body. Every form of infirmity, I take authority over you. I curse you from your root to die in the name of Jesus. The body of man is the temple of God. It is not a place for infirmity to abide or abode. So you spirit of infirmity, the Lord rebuke you. That sickness that causes 
inordinate odor, foul smell. You that spirit out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I banish you from that body. From this time henceforth in the name of Jesus. All you spirit of intimidation. The Lord rebuke you. All you spirit of laziness. Apathy. The king of heaven rebuke you. There's a better tomorrow for a man of God. Father, I ask the ability to see tomorrow. Let these people receive in the name of Jesus. Those of them who have been yoked with the unbelievers, and the unbelievers are set up by the devil to destroy destiny, I command like day and night, let their relationship be. Let there be a God between them right now in the name of Jesus. Everyone that lead you to sin, may the Lord banish them away from you. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Now before I go, I'm going to hold men meeting with men, young men in this church. All young men. Because some years ago you led a revival. What happened to it? In this May, it will begin again. Yeah. Satan has had enough ride. The Bible says sons are heritage. Yeah? I decided that with my, by myself I would deal with this heritage. Your destiny is to rule England. All of you were raised up here. Where we cannot reach, you are supposed to go several thousand times beyond it. But we have become your bridge because we are not sitting there. And I want to make sure that in a short time when I begin to appoint you into governmental operations, when you get there, it's not only that you are qualified academically, but you'll be a dynamite of the Spirit of God planted in those places. So that when God says detonate, you will all will blow up all the whole place and bring mankind to Christ in this nation. You are the last hope of God to deliver this nation from Islamism. God bless you as you tonight.